0: to mm-hmm.
1: Hey y'all, you're listening to the very
2: first episode of Dirty, Dirty Laundry, Laundry with DJ Max Slater and DJ Pop Rocks. We're here to spill our guts to you in the most vivid and graphic way we possibly can, like extra points for figurative language, you know, spilling intestines out on the crusty bathroom floor, collecting all the dust and poop particles with, you know, dirt underneath your fingernails. <laughs>
1: anyway, y'all get the point. Every single week, we'll be picking out a guided question to answer through the viewpoint of our very own experiences to come to a very wise and very studious conclusion to share with our loyal followers. Hopefully, as time goes on, we'll open it up to the public to send in guiding questions and experiences for us to talk through to give our terrible, unqualified advice on.
2: That being said, don't forget to smash the follow button on @dirty_laundry_radio dirty Laundry radio on Instagram so we can try to answer all of your life qualms and keep you up to date on all things dirty laundry. We wanted to spend some time this first episode talking about ourselves. As if this show isn't just us talking about ourselves already. So you guys can sort of build
1: a mental image of us in your mind's eye. I am DJ Max Slater, aka Mar. I'm a first year film and television major from Ridgewood, New Jersey. My personality traits include liking Tyler, the Creator and attempting to learn to skateboard. If there are any skaters listening to this, please help me, I'm struggling. Try to get me to make a decision and you fully won't be able to. Fun fact, my DJ name was very close to being DJ DMA, short for Decision Maker App, in light of the fact that I literally rely on an app to make about 65% of my life decisions. Some of my top matches in the Open Psychometrics character quiz, which may or may not be a red flag, include Chidi Anagonia from The Good Place, Patrick Stewart from Perks of Being a Wallflower sebastian wilder from la la land mm. and troy barnes from community that's definitely a mixed bag fashion is also another huge part of me and i feel like i really do value self-expression through the nature of the clothes that we wear i asked roxy to describe my personal style to me and she responded with loud skater art kid but with more effort and the inclusion of vests Word. take with that what you will Aside from that, you'll usually find me buying things with money I simply don't have, and forcing my friends to listen to me overthink about a joke I made in a conversation four years ago. I chose this next song to be Max Slater's theme because I honestly feel like it perfectly encapsulates the absolute chaos that goes along with getting to know me. And of course, I hope you all get to do this over the next season. Also, of course, why wouldn't it be a Tyler song? Turn my lights off. How the fuck you cry with the mic off? I don't get anxiety, you Sam Bowie ass niggas, I just get my mic on, y'all said I wouldn't go nowhere, I took the detour, when you see the sum on the crack right by the seashore,
3: when you see them brand new leak floors on the floor, if the cop says my name, bitch, I'm e carpet something bitch, I think, nah, yeah, new suit, new same niggas like what, warm ass niggas always wanna talk, I'm hot, I'm heat to the core, like earth, don't touch, don't go, niggas might get bummed. I see the light. I see the light. I see the light. Dracula, Dracula, Dracula. Suck me first, I'ma I might get back at you. Light. Is that shit glitching? the aperture. Ha 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 ha. I can't, I can't laugh at you. It's the shit that make you nervous. It's about to go buck wild, nigga. Steve, that's him. I, I, I that clearance I'm on my third one. Niggas talking records, I never. Heard. I see the light. Especially like sheet dead.
2: love that song. All right. Hi, guys. My name is DJ Pop Rocks, but in another life, I go by Roxy or Rocky or or Rock or, or Pebble or Sediment. But OK, I'm going to stop there. Um, uh, I'm from China, um, but my parents imported me to San Diego when I was like a year old. Um, I like saying the word imported instead of like adopted because I think it's funny. And whenever I say it, like people get really uncomfortable and they like don't know whether or not they like are allowed to laugh um I don't know you'll you'll find that I like saying a bunch of stuff and like doing things to get a reaction out of people you'll notice that a lot more in the episodes to come uh but some other fun facts about me is I like walking places a lot like especially coming here um but when I'm with my friends they consider it more like a brisk run because um, <laughs> I'm such a fast walker uh I like to blast music and pretend like I'm in, like, a real-world Mario Kart-type beat, though, but, like, I'm the car or something. I don't know. Um, Rushing through brew and walk is, like, my favorite hobby right now at the moment. Um, I also laugh at my own jokes a lot, so if you hear me laughing randomly during an episode, it's probably because I'm remembering something funny I said a while ago. Um, When I took the character quiz, like, a year ago, the top people I got were, like, Pam Beasley, from the Office, Peter Moark from The Hunger Games, and Cameron from Ten Things I Hate About You. But um, I don't know. You guys tell me if that's if that's still the case. Um, I'm also a film major. I tried not mentioning it until right now because um, I'm trying not to make it my only personality trait. But I am. Hey. I am a film major, um, which means that you can't argue with me when I say that Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs is unironically good um speaking of not arguing I can't do that um I'm outspoken um and I will probably argue with you over a random topic for fun if you ask nicely uh let's see what else I'm a Starbucks vanilla sweet cream cold brew connoisseur um they're really 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 good highly recommend I'm always bouncing off the walls like if you put one of those in my hand I legit think I could run the world. <music>
1: I guess we should spend some time talking about how we became friends, which is kind of the origins of Dirty Laundry in the first place.
2: I feel like it kind of started with this like survey we had to do for our like film thingy, like our it was like before the school year started and it was like a mentorship program mm-hmm. sort of thing. Um I remember like I kept getting emails about it, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do it later. I'm gonna do it later. It seems so stressful." And then I remember getting an email like one night at like ten or like I don't know, like nine p.m. And it was like, it was like our dean being like, "Hey guys, the forms due tonight." And I was like, "The forms due tonight." And I remember looking at it, and it was like a bunch of questions about ourselves and like what we wanted to do. And I was like, "But be- this was before school even started." Yeah. And so I was like, "Oh, <laughs> I wonder if anyone else has filled this out." And I remember. You and I were already talking because, like, the program's pretty small, so it's like you mm. kind of know um, a lot of the other film majors, and like, vibes were definitely there. And then I like, yeah, I remember like DMing you and being like, "Hey, dude, have you done this yet?" And you were like, "What's that?" <laughs> I like, know. Yeah, like when I got
1: that DM, my life actually flashed before my eyes because I yeah. knew it was gonna take me forever to do. Yeah, which
2: like, was a fact. It it literally. <laughs> I like. I think I like. Kind of. I messaged you because I was like. I thought Loki you probably had it done yet and I was like okay we can freak out together but I never would have anticipated the like matched energy on how much you and I like flipped out yeah. over it.
1: I yeah. think the worst part was just like how quirky the questions were cuz yeah. we had to like choose a meme that represents oh us which we both lost our minds over that
2: took me legit an hour to find a meme yeah yeah we both kept sending memes and being like does this represent me yeah yeah oh my god okay um there was this one meme as i remember i was choosing between two and one of them you're the only person who chose this one too which why i was like oh my god like they're so funny like energy is legit matched here yeah because it was a picture of an orange in front of a mirror but then like one side of the orange was peeled And it was facing the mirror and it just said like, social media isn't real. (laughs) You were the only person who was was like, you're the only person who was like, this, this one is the funnier one. And I was like, it really was.
1: I think the meme I ended up going with was the one with that single horse (laughs) standing out in front of like this body of water. And the caption (laughs) is just like bolded aerial. It's just the word man. Yeah. I just feel like that, that really was funny. that really matches our energy. <laughs> oh my
2: god!
1: Um, I also feel like another turning point in our relationship was this day at the study. Um, I think we actually sat down at a table for maybe like several hours. It was like
2: the whole day. Yeah. Which was like first of many. Oh yeah. Yeah. I see you so much.
1: Yeah. Fun fact <laughs> about us: if we make plans. <laughs> To it's, just go to the store and get a Yerba, that means that we will be hanging out for the entire it's day. It's so
2: bad, but it's it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah.
1: But um, that day at the study, I just kind of spilled my guts to you for no apparent reason. Yeah. And you're just like, oh my God, I know so much <laughs> No, literally.
2: <you> <laughs> literally, I'm waiting for the day you do something controversial. Because the amount of dirt I, oh I have my on you. Oh my God. Oh my God. I could leak yeah. it like to the press. Yeah, no.
1: Cancel me on Twitter. It'll be fine. Yeah. Um, and then after that, we just ended up joining a lot of the same clubs and doing a lot of the same things, yeah. like UCLA radio.
2: Oh my gosh, that's so crazy! It's like we're in UCLA radio right now. That's really meta. That's actually so, <laughs> so crazy. true.
1: Um, but yeah, I feel like also a defining characteristic of our relationship is just the fact that we will talk about anything at any time in any space.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally, like the first, literally like, first time we like really got to know each other, we, you were just like let me tell you every single thing about me in like the open area of the study.
1: Yeah, but also it didn't matter because <laughs> no one from my high school is going to be yeah. at the study in Los Angeles. Like come on. Mm-hmm. Um but I feel like as we got to know each other more, we just kept doing that and then we started getting called out
2: yeah, from shout- just like
1: random people. Shout out
2: Mia, calling out Mia for calling us out. Um <laughs> Oh my gosh, it was like, yeah, we just, we talk
1: so much. We talk so much about anything everywhere, um, which is part of the reason why this show is called Dirty Laundry, Mm -hmm. because we love to air out our dirty laundry.
2: Oh my gosh, I remember it was like, um, it was after like a UCLA radio intern event, which shout out um, UCLA radio, like you should join that and be part of, I don't know, be an intern for some time, but anyway... What was it was like yeah like you could go like hang out at like Sam's house afterward um and i remember like you and i were just like talking on and on and on in like the circle of people literally once again just like talking about things we're not going to talk about right now but um <laughs> i remember afterward mia was just like you guys yeah literally mia was the reason why it's called dirty laundry she was like you guys just air out your dirty laundry a lot and i was like oh my god to be perceived by other people It's insane. Why did you leave me
0: alone? I'm just so on my own. My laundry's dirty and I, I gotta clean up my room. So I can sort through my mind. It's like I've ran out of time. I'm wide awake in my bed My back is aching and I I wanna be by your side To get out of my head Take a-
2: just listened to dirty laundry by blake ruby and kind of like speaking on again the term like dirty laundry i feel like a lot of our dirty laundry is very like self-reflective right like we're both constantly like reflecting on who we are like who we've been who we could be in the future and even like when we were loosely like scripting this episode just like like no like who are you listening to it was so hard to like think of how to introduce ourselves like what facts do we want like like do people need to hear about us first like why is that so difficult for us like and a lot of people to do
1: yeah yeah yeah. it kind of got me thinking of the college essay process Ah, which is (laughs) a dark time thinking (laughs) of dark memories because all of these institutions were just asking us over and over again to define
2: ourselves in these short-term ways. Oh my God, 500 words. Tell me your entire personality and what you want to do in life and everything that you've done in order to achieve that in 500 words, double-spaced.
1: Yeah. yeah, and that, amongst other things which made that era particularly <laughs> difficult, <laughs> that, um, <laughs> it was just really hard to think about, like, how do I want to present myself to the world? And if I'm doing that in written form, what's yeah. going to make everyone picture me
2: the best you know what I mean I think it's also difficult because I feel like that was one of the times I mean I feel like it's because I was put in a position where I really did have to come up with like a cohesive narrative for myself Mm -hmm. and I don't know I feel like it's an interesting process when you're kind of reflecting on a lot of your life for the first time but at the same time you're also trying to sell all of that to someone All of these events in my life might have come up to this point. Like, I want to reflect on that just like as is. But no, you also have to now whip that into like a fancy little package and sell it to like a university.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I think in a way, every time we meet someone new, we're kind of already doing that in a different way. Like, you know, most people or, you know, everyone wants people to like you. You know what I mean? And we're always going to try our best to present ourselves in a way that's, like, palatable to someone else to Mm -hmm. get them to like you. Palatable. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I have my thesaurus right (laughs) next to me, actually. Yeah. Um, But that's also quite difficult, you know. And also a part of moving here and starting over again was just, like, damn, I have to present myself in a specific way to, you know, make friends, make connections. Or maybe that could just be me. A lot of people, like, go off on the narrative of, like, I'm going to be my genuine and most true self and whoever needs to find me will find me, you know? I
2: feel like that's a little bit of how I was. I feel like, because, like, for, I don't know, I feel like over the past two years especially, like, I guess ever since quarantine started, like, I was kind of just like, you know what, like whatever like the people who stay stay and the people who like don't like it can leave like Mm -hmm. I thought I don't know but so I think like coming here and being like still maintaining that like you know I'm just gonna be myself like whatever happens happens but I think now it's like okay you're in a completely new environment um like again like who are you like what am I trying to stay true to Mm because I feel like also a lot of your identity and like the things that you do and like your routine and stuff I mean are obviously so based in your environment so like when you're moving around like what is that I don't know I feel like sometimes it can kind of be hard to be like this is me because now it's like hmm is it or were you just like like paralleling like your environment also what makes you know freshman year in particular so interesting and like such
1: a hallmark in a lot of people's lives it's like it's the opportunity to fully reinvent yourself if that's what you wanted to do. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people who, you know, took a look at themselves after high school and was like, this is not what I want to be anymore. Mm -hmm. Myself included, honestly. Like, Mm -hmm. there were definitely some things that I wanted to leave behind in the past and bad habits and ways of interacting with people that I was kind of feeling like it was time to get rid of. Mm -hmm. Um, And you fully can do that. You can come to college and... Completely change yourself, which mm. is
2: another awesome thing about it. It's also like so scary, though. Like, you could, I don't know, it's like you can literally be whoever you want, so you can also just like cosplay as yourself, like, <laughs> or like another version. <laughs> Sorry to throw that word out that was triggering for anyone, oh but God. it's sort of paralyzing in a sense because you literally could be anyone you wanted, like, you could be yourself. Or you could be like yourself with I don't I don't know. It's just like I think having or like being aware that you have so many choices and every single time you meet someone new, you could be like a completely different person hmm. is like so weird. I don't know if I like it.
1: Yeah, and I feel like we've definitely had this conversation a lot with me in particular, like the way I interact with different groups of people.
2: So it's true. like
1: I'm going to go meet some friends. Let me put on personality number three today, you know, and then I'm going to go meet you. I'm going to be personality number one.
2: Um, Oh, my gosh. My person.
1: Don't feel special. Don't even feel special. Number one? No, those were just just random.
2: No, like, let's unpack why you said number one. (laughs) Let's go back.
1: Because you're my co-host. You're my co-host. It's got to be number one. Oh, my gosh.
2: Stop.
3: Right. To death, the uh, 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 to pass me by
1: was Who Am I by the OJs. Um, You know, in the same line of thought, another big turning point in the self-realization of your own identity for us personally was going home for the first time after being in college for so long. Um, I
2: can't remember, what was your first time going home? I actually went home pretty early, I think. Like, again, like I'm from San Diego. That's like a two hour drive from here. Mm I think I went home, honestly, as early as, like, October or something. Like, it's weird. I remember going home, and, like, the first thing I kind of wanted to do was come back. And it wasn't really for any particular reason. I think, honestly, at that point, it was like, you know, like, college is just starting up. I'm, like, making all these friends, like, and home life, like, seems so dormant Mm -hmm. and, like, stagnant. Which I think is something... That can be, like, really refreshing to go back to for short periods of time. But, like, yeah, I remember um, going home for winter break was the big one, to be honest. Like, what about you? Yeah, no, my first time going home
1: was winter break. Yeah. So I spent, okay, I was about to say three years.
2: Um, Felt like that?
1: It felt like three years.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, I spent three months in LA, and then I flew back to New Jersey. Um, Jersey Joyzzy. Yeah, but I honestly was kind of dreading coming back. Like I was
2: like coming back to home coming or back to New
1: Jersey. Okay. Um, with my entire soul, I was dreading it. Mm-hmm. Um, life in the suburbs of New Jersey really not that entertaining, and I felt like I had three months of like stimulation every single day every day with something new
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um other than the fact of like seeing my family again and reconnecting with them and seeing my really good friends back at home
2: mm-hmm. there
1: really wasn't much to look forward to yeah um, but all would
2: yeah. wear off within like a week
1: oh yeah maybe like a week and a half in I already fell back into like my go to sleep at 6 a.m uh, wake up at 2.30 p.m. mindset. Um, and I remember this one day I just woke up. It was like 3 p.m. Sun was already setting. And I was like, dude. damn,
2: I am really back here. I think also what we kind of been talking about and like going home and everything, like going home for me for extended periods of time can be rough. Something I've, something a little quirky I've found out about myself um you know, starting to move back and forth between places a little bit is that um, I'm not good at it. Before I left for college, I had a freak out where I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to dye my virgin black hair, which I never touched in like 18 years, and then I'm going to get two tattoos. I have tattoos, by the way, guys. Um, and... <laughs> the world
1: needed to know.
2: Yeah. So I did that right before I got... To college in September you know like all the times I'd gone home before um I had always like been so ready to come back here because like UCLA was like my foundation now but then you're home for like three weeks and suddenly I'm like ooh, like I kind of like being home now Mm -hmm. and then I was like oh shoot like I have like two days before I leave for UCLA Mm -hmm. again like a shift in the foundation and then I literally I bleached my hair that was like a whole thing um I don't know, it's interesting for me to see how I deal with change because I am so bad at it, like, accepting it. Yeah, I don't know. And, again, it's, like, how I manifest that um, physically. I feel like that also kind of, again, goes into the whole thing of, like, identity being also a very, like, physical thing as well. You know, I don't know if anyone wants to send me a Freudian analysis of myself. (laughs) Feel free because I... I don't know, that's something I'm really interested in, like, understanding about myself. We have a lot of similarities on that front, you know. I got here,
1: decorated my place, made it feel as comfortable as possible, made it feel as home as possible. Hmm. But there was definitely the change of being like, I'm going to go back to my dorm. And then at some point, just starting to say, it's time to go back home like at some yeah. point this room turned into home this little shoebox of <laughs> all my personal belongings <laughs> turned into what I thought was home um, and then going back to New Jersey, Jersey. Jersey Um and talking to my parents and being like oh yeah gonna go back home in January and then I remember we had this like this moment on the dinner table where they're like this is home yeah and I was like, damn, Shani, you got a point. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I definitely feel like I get attached to places more easily than I would like to
2: admit. Oh, yeah, for uh, sure. Same.
1: I'd like to think of myself as, like, an adaptable person, but I feel like adaptability in a way, honestly, can be taught. It's more of a skill than, like, mm-hmm. something that's innate in someone. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty difficult to come to terms with, like... I feel like it's more of just an aspect of who I am, like, changing things up Mm -hmm. often rather than, like, when a big change happens. Like, I feel the need to also change with my environment. Yeah,
2: that's a good way of putting it, yeah. Yeah.
1: Every three months, I have to do something new with my hair. Like, if I redo a color that I've already done, Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm a phony. Yeah. I can't go on.
2: Okay, catch her in the rye. Go off.
1: But, yeah, I definitely feel
2: like that comes through in... The things
1: that I buy the interests that I have like my hyper fixations at the moment mm. um, whenever an era of my life stops and changes like I have to document that very well in my mind with specific songs
2: or specific shows and films yeah like, cuz it's like yeah. a part of your identity for that period yeah. is mirrored in the media that you like
1: it's definitely in a way just like creating a mental scrapbook of sorts for where my life stands before i can officially bring myself to move on into the next if something memorable doesn't happen for me in a specific time frame i almost kind of start to lose it honestly meeting up with your friends again for the very first time after you all leave and come back is so strange for my birthday this year back in december me and like three of my closest friends from New Jersey went to the city. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out Rebecca, Kenny, and Judy. Hey yo, if you're listening hey, to this. Ayo, hey, yo. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. Um, but we went to the city. We went to Bryant Park and MoMA. And we all kind of took a pause for a second and kind of like stepped back. And we were like, wow, we really fundamentally did not change as people. And the conclusion we kind of drew from that was like, we kind of in a way just became... More authentic versions of ourselves, which is really surprising. Like, we all kind of just devolved into just a bit more chaos.
2: Yeah, like, what like, up in high school. like next stage of evolution, like Pokemon characters. Oh, sorry. My God. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not a nerd. Don't okay. I don't, it's so strange because, for me at least, like my friend group back at home, like, we were all pretty spread out. Like, each of them is still them but it's it's like we all just matured an infinite amount Mm -hmm. i feel like and how have we not talked about the fact that both of us literally like explode our personalities onto our walls oh yeah like okay i don't know when you started doing it but for me it was like for most of my life i never had anything up in my room one time I was watching, like, I don't know, some, like, cable cop show. And then I remember they, like, walked into the victim's room and they're looking at, like, all the stuff and trying to piece together what type of person they were based on the room. Oh, yeah. And I remember I was, like, oh, my God. If someone walked into my room, they would have no sense of, like, a person. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't know, like, what that meant. Like, how do I, like, throw my personality onto a wall? Junior year of high school, so, like, two years ago... Mm -hmm. I started taking, like, a bunch of film pictures. Like, that's when I really, like, discovered film. Mm -hmm. And then I would get these prints um, of my developed film, and it would be, like, of all my friends. And I was like, oh, this is cute, like, but I don't really have any place to put them. Like, I guess I'll just put them on my walls. And then after that, it's, like, seeing all these pictures of my friends on my walls, I was like, oh, that's kind of fun. It was, like, a huge project, all of my walls being just filled to the brim with, like, my friends and like my art and like art I loved and like family, and you know like movies and celebrities I loved like it's such like a, I don't know like a warm feeling and yeah. which I think also is why, it's a little weird for me to go home, mm-hmm. and see like, friends I don't really talk to anymore, mm-hmm. on my walls or like movies or like TV shows I'm not that into anymore, mm-hmm. it's like I still like like those things but yeah. they're not necessarily. Me,
1: I definitely remember um, back when I used to live in Saudi Arabia. Fun fact: I lived in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia for 10 years. Um, just thought I'd drop that. Um, but making that big move from Saudi Arabia to New Jersey was definitely a turning point in my identity. Um, up until that point, like my room was kind of just everywhere, like you were saying. It really did not reflect who I was at all. Um, And I remember my first big wall project was a freshman year and in huge letters on my wall up where my bed was, was the quote from the Rex Orange County song, Sunflower. Um, Sunflowers still grow at night. And that was me. That definitely was me. If you knew me like ninth through 10th grade, my personality trait was liking the color yellow. Like it was Ah. being a Rex Orange County fan slay. Um, But then something happened during quarantine. That big change that everyone went through during quarantine. Um, And I was so sick of staring at that at my wall. Um, Just being like, this is not who I am anymore. And the fact that everyone knows me as this person is kind of frustrating. Mm -hmm. Um, So I took it down. I took everything down. Started fresh. um, And then I cut out and painted about 70 Keith Haring figures and just put them all over my room.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, an explosion of color, truly. Yeah. Um, and I honestly still feel like that represents me. Mm-hmm. Um, I took a large portion of it and put it in my dorm room, <clears throat> including the big centerpiece, which is two Keith Haring figures holding up the big heart. It's mm-hmm. a pretty iconic piece of his. Yeah. Um, which was even weirder going home and seeing this huge empty space on my wall. Yeah. Where I took all of the things, all of the Keith Herring figures I brought with me here and just seeing that big empty hole. And I was like, this is symbolic for something.
2: Mm-hmm. But we're gonna mm-hmm. sit on it and process it later. <laughs> the first time I saw you, like ever, was um on a zoom call with all the film majors and i remember you joined late um, <laughs> um, I was hooping my pants
1: that's why i joined late oh i literally was i was trying to figure out whether i should join or not Nar. yeah i
2: was going i was losing my life. yeah i remember like you came on and you're like hey guys um <laughs> you did like that voice you do when you're like kind of nervous you're like um anyway oh my God. <laughs> yeah and i remember that was like the first thing i and also like everyone else like noticed about you was like how sick your room was because it literally was just like a bunch of keith herring yeah. like giant keith herring figurines on your wall
1: yeah
2: having that be the conversation starter is such a good way of like jumping right into who i am no exactly like when people see my walls yeah it's like it's like me oh. i remember before i left for college I didn't just take stuff down from my wall, like, or I took some stuff down from my walls, but most of it was like, I like printed out more pictures, like, and these would be the pictures I would take to college. Oh. And the weird thing about that is, like, next year, same time, oh my it's God, not dude. gonna be you anymore. <laughs>
1: it's so strange. Like, I yeah. remember, in addition to the Keith Haring figures on one side of the wall, on the other side was like these four by five postcards of everything that I enjoy mm-hmm. in life. Um, quotes and stills from films and Mm -hmm. characters that I really love in television Um, and then also coming into my room for the first time in December, you could just see the empty spots of which postcards I took me yeah, and seeing which ones I left behind and kind of thinking about why that was it's just like, wow, this really is a representation of who I was, who I am and I guess hopefully i will
2: be i like that a lot though it's like a mural of yous yeah. that was a huge thing for me i came here
1: and i went on a depop parade and i was like no 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 no, new me time um and i guess that was definitely one of the more bigger leaps i took to kind of like change myself into this new age college more mm-hmm. which i like to think i enjoy a lot more than my self, which is good yeah, yeah.
0: Be the same since you knew that was five years ago. Why would I still be on the same? shit, oh, Shut the fuck up. I change, you change. Why would I stay the same? That's no fun. You're strange, so strange. If you choose to remain the same. I say change, I mean evolve All my old friends, they just dissolve Because they stayed on the same old street. Just hang out off, campus, smoking, smoke and See me, I'm not the type of guy But I used to before I found my high But they can't grasp, they don't know why I'm not the same Steve they used to like change. I change, you change always stay the same It's no fool, it's strange, so strange oh, yeah. If you choose to live in the same
2: That was, That's No Fun by Steve Lacey. I remember listening to this song and really listening to the lyrics for the first time. And it inspired me to make, (laughs) a playlist. Um, Oh my God, it's almost like you're a DJ. Oh my God, it's so crazy. Um, (laughs) The caption for it is, no one is meant to be the same person forever. Evaluate your intentions, make sure they're yours. The song kind of basically talks about, when I say change, I mean evolve. And I was like, ah, oh my God. Like, because, I don't know, it's like, life moves so fast here. Like, I know we've said it over and over and over again, but it like, it really does. I don't know, like, I feel like a different person than I was before I came here. And I feel like I haven't had time to reflect on how much I've changed until like recently. Mm -hmm. I feel like we just get so caught up in like doing things that we kind of forget like our motivations behind it yeah there's just like an entire thing to unpack I feel like in regards to like are the things that you're doing and like the things you say you want is that really what you want like is that true to you I've always said this but I'm trying to really like imprint it upon myself like make sure like everything you're doing is like your intentions I mean again it's like hard to be like is this true to me if you're kind of evolving as a person as well because then that foundation becomes kind of shaky
1: the other lyric in the course that really stood out to me if you choose to remain the same and like that concept that changing slash evolving to use Steve's words is Mostly a choice that mm. someone has to make um, That kind of goes back to what you're saying of like are we really just a product of our environments or is it really what we want? Mm -hmm. Um, because, I mean, you can make self-realizations and actualize them, or you could choose to keep that to yourself and not reflect that in the ways that we talk and interact with other people. Um, And we're kind of making that choice on a daily basis, if you think about it. Mm -hmm. Things we choose to wear, what we choose to do, it all kind of factors into, essentially, who we are.
2: It's so hard to be like, who am I? Like, am I making the right choices for myself like am I presenting myself in the right way like what is the right way like I don't even know what the right way is because I don't know who I am but I think I don't know it's like definitely something I'm still struggling with um but I think it's just like yeah it's like just listening to your conscience and again it's like asking the question um like what are my intentions yeah because it's like I don't know get so wrapped up in something you're just like you're just gonna lose yourself
1: there definitely is no clear conclusion to that question of identity and who are we. I mean we're all just gonna continue walking around as if we know what we're doing, mm-hmm. but like no one really does. Um, except
2: for us. Oh yeah. We know Yeah, we're we're, we're actually the exception and that's why we're talking about it.
1: Yeah. We mm-hmm. just need to inform all of you. Yeah. You know. Um but like you were saying, so much of that process of evolution kind of relies on this kind of gut instinct. Which, um, honestly, sometimes can be very misleading. Oh, yeah. Um, That whole, like, instinct versus intuition versus, like, anxiety is very difficult to distinguish. And,
2: like, rationalization. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: And a lot of those times our, quote-unquote, gut instinct is going to lead us into some very bad situations. Mm -hmm. But that's also part of the learning process and also part of the evolution process, because You're going to take those mistakes, and you're going to learn from them, and you're going to reconcile that image
2: of yourself to match what you just learned. I think the most that you can do for yourself is just, like, not resist the change, though. Like, I think the most you can do is just admit, like, yes, I'm changing.
1: yes i'm changing by tame impala and And with that i feel like this is a good place to end the very first episode of
2: dirty Dirty laundry
1: with dj max slater and dj pop rocks we hope you guys enjoyed getting to know us a little bit more what makes (laughs) us go off on very long tangents
2: and uh hopefully we didn't put you guys in too much of a crisis
1: yeah well if you (laughs) did maybe get used to it
2: yeah to be honest (laughs) It's going to be like this every Sunday at 1 p.m. PST. Yep. Mm -hmm. Make sure to
1: go to UCLAradio.com,
2: click the play button, and you will hear us ramble
1: on and on for one hour. Yep. See you guys next week. Peace. Peace Peace out. Peace out. Love. Peace and love.